another what's good episode i'm here with hit producer g money which they call you you know i made the beat and i like to ask everybody what's good how you been man i've been good how about yourself kayla i'm great i'm great i've been doing good i've been going through like the whole covid and pandemic and get sick once man. now all of a sudden i get sick and i'm like what happened like how was you pushing through throughout the pandemic as far yeah. as work really just staying out the way I got a home studio so, you know, I can work from home and get it done, for real. You know what I think it is? I went to an artist event, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm doing good staying away from people. I know that's right. They got all these new variants and shit, so you don't know what's going on. I know they got the, the oh, no. not no Marion, what it's called. The, uh, the Marion. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call it on Twitter. They call it the yeah. Marion. So... Yeah. We already, we have you on here. I love having producers on here because I feel like when you all tell your story and your journey throughout the music industry, it's always different for a lot of artists. So I think a lot of artists, they may not know all the work that you all put into it, but how did you come up with, you know, I made the beat? Um, I like that. That's catchy. That's cocky. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I used to rap. So I actually just slipped up and said it in one of my bars. And when I heard it, I was like, hey. That shit kind of catchy. So it, it kind of stuck over the years. And I used that, chopped it up in my program, made it a tag. And it just stuck ever since. I like that. That's dope. So when was that moment for you where you was like, okay, music is for me. I'm going to get into the music industry because you did just mention that you used to rap. For sure. Uh, I've been doing music since I was like 12. So uh, I took it seriously when I was in college. Um, I was at University of Toledo. And I was making beats in my dorm, you know what I'm saying, for myself. But when I was at Toledo, it was rappers in Toledo. So they needed beats. And at that point, I knew, like, I can actually make money off this craft. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just started selling beats on campus. What? Yeah, so I That's knew it. It. That's How did you market it. yourself? Like, how did they know that you was the go-to guy? Man, to tell you the truth, I would just always have my door open of my dorm just making beats and so people would be walking past the freshmen's walking past and they just kind of i guess took a hold of the sound and they peek their head in the room like what you doing cuz and you're making beats so if anybody that peeked their head in your room had they made it nah i can't say so not not from toledo not from toledo i mean i I don't know but nah nobody right right you made it hey so speaking of you pretty much getting your start and pretty much selling beats and stuff like that, you are known to make some hits. You have worked with some amazing artists and some of them you have got your credit from and some of them you had to go to court and get your credit with. So I know there was a situation where you had to go to court when it comes to the famous beat Bryson Tiller Exchange. Now you're currently with the court, but you're just waiting for a decision, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I want to know. What was your reaction when you realized, like, hold on, wait a minute, like, I made it, and my mm. name is not on this song? Like, what was your reaction? Favor for me, do this one favor for me. I had to change my play ways, got way too complicated for me. I mean, I was, you know, I was in shock just knowing, like, 
I knew that I know that's my beat. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, it's like I knew that it was gonna happen. Uh, mm-hmm. People around the internet and some of my close friends always said that beat, you know, was a great beat. So when I heard it, it was just like, damn, mm-hmm. I knew this shit. I knew it. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it was just a shock. You know what I'm saying? A shock. Personally, for me, G Money, I, I, I don't know. You know, I got this situation where I act, I just react, and then I think later, I probably yeah. would have acted a fool. Was this going around the stage like social media? Was social media out there? Um, it was 2013 um, when, when they okay. stole it. So social media just started popping, you know, Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But when the song started popping, uh, Exchange, that was like 2015. I say Instagram was rolling, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, you know, I took the social media. Didn't want to, like, bully nobody or, you know, make mm-hmm. it seem like it was causing the scene. But I had to get my, my my news out, my information out. All right, now that's Shorty So Cold. Uh, my tempo is at 93. Um, as you can see, I have it 93. Um, I didn't play any drums or anything. I started as soon as I opened up the session. Um, these are the files. Okay. Um, now I'm going to show you um, the tempo uh, for exchange is 80, as you can see in Bryson Tiller's exchange video. So I'm going to show you how you can get exchange within seconds. Okay. We're going to we're not tampering with any drums or anything. We're going to take the tempo of my shorty so cold down to 80. Bam! It's at 80. We're going to play the file for you right here. And we're going to play it. This is now Exchange. We're going to also delete the intro from Shorty So Cold, which is not incorporated to Exchange, but it's in Shorty So Cold. So we're going to delete that intro. My tag, delete it. We're going to copy the whole beat and we're going to start it from the the beginning of Shorty So Cold where the beat drops. And this is now Exchange. social media because it's not just you doing that i've seen so many clothing designers like people getting on social media saying hey like somebody stole something from me and when you have the support of everyday people and they know like somebody stole something from you they're actually going to get involved i seen something today where um somebody owed this girl 250 dollars everybody went to this girl page like immediately stalking this girl this girl had to cash out the girl her money that fast yeah, social mm-hmm. media do it for you. Social media it has its goods and it's bad. Mm-hmm. So with you being a producer and having going through that situation, because you did, J. Cole, if you guys don't know, J. Cole also used that beat as well. And you did win that case as well, right? So you're just mm-hmm. waiting for the prices up. I can't really call it a win um, oh. based off what was what happened with it. Um, it's not a mm-hmm. loss, but I can't call it a win. It was a resolution. So okay. just in terms of what happened, you know, it is what it is, but it was a great resolution. I will say that. Got it. So yeah. for producers who are putting out their music and things like that, if they have a situation like this and they don't have the money, they don't have anybody to go to for advice, what kind of type of um, guidance would you give them on how to go about it? Um, for real, to tell you the truth, um, we went through a lot of attorneys um, in this process. Um, some, you know, love the case, but just didn't want to go up against a big label like that as far as the money. So I just kept my faith in God and I finally got to an attorney and some people around me that actually believed in the case. 
You know what I'm saying? So um, I would just say keep some tight people around you that know the game, that got knowledge of the situation, you know, that you're dealing with and your faith in God. Like he's going to deliver for you if you just keep pushing. And that's what led me to my attorney, my current attorney that, you know, he went full force with the with the lawsuit. So. And he's yes. good. He must be good. <laughs> he's he a graduate from Harvard. He he's pretty old. He's 80 years old, so he experienced. He know what he's doing. Oh, he's an OG. The and you OG. know what? I like the fact that you said that because I feel like what label was it? You don't mind telling me? Yeah, it was it was universal. Oh Lord. Oh, okay. Other labels, Universal, mixed with Sony, mixed with a lot of little other entities, but yeah. so. A lot of lawyers probably would have been like, okay, uh-uh, like, we don't want to do that. Almost kind of like, I feel like a real lawyer and somebody who is passionate about their craft, they will understand somebody like you or a producer who's passionate about their craft. They will love to take that on. That's what I would think that would happen. So you had clearly seen the shady side of the music industry. Um, what are some advice that you can give other artists and producers about this industry that they need to know before they decide this is my passion? I'm going to make a career. Um, really, just just know what you're getting into. You know, do your research. Um, everything is accessible nowadays. You know, all the knowledge mm-hmm. is out there. Google. You know what I'm saying? But really, just knowing that people are out to you know not get you, but people are out for themselves most mm-hmm. of the time. So just keep your eyes open. There are great people in this world, but you know, there are users in this world. And I've learned that the hard way, unfortunately, G-Man. I've learned that. And, and it's like, it almost makes you a little scared as well to work with people and trust people. Yes. But what I'm learning now is you have to give somebody a chance. Like, you don't know if somebody's good or bad unless you give it a chance. Yep, so yep. artists and producers out there, don't be discouraged about this situation. And also, I know we live in a time now where producers are able to use YouTube. Um, producers are making beat tapes. They're doing all types of avenues to get their music out there. So this is a question I have because I'm curious. When producers put those beats on YouTube and they say free, some artists, they may not know that, okay, yeah, it says free. It doesn't mean that you can just go and make money off of it. So can you explain that situation for artists who grab those free beats off YouTube and just Make a song and put it out there and make money. Yeah, for sure. So um, really, it's just uh, to each his own. Like each producer has their own stipulations when it comes to, you know, their beats or how they work their beats. Um, Usually, if you see a free YouTube beat, that means you can download the beat. You can make a song to the beat. Um, If they don't have something that says royalty free on this beat or, you know, no clause saying it's royalty free, then really this beat is not free. You can just rap on it and make a song for your own personal use. And then come back and lease the beat. Now, leasing the beat would allow you to then have some type of rights to this beat, to make some type of profit. But you wouldn't own this beat if you leased it. So Mm. it's it's kind of a finesse when it comes to promoting yourself on YouTube because you're calling it free, but you really want to make some money off of it. So the free is just to kind of brand, get the, the, I guess, get the beat out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, But if you want to actually take your, your song serious, I would say purchase the beat, you know, buy an exclusive rights. That means you own this beat. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can really do anything profitable with this song or this beat. So I always tell artists, get your exclusive rights. When you purchase, you know, this beat, you can get a lease, but you won't own it. You'll just be leasing it. And if you see a free download beat, you know, you might want to buy that beat <laughs> straight up. Right. Yeah. So if they pretty much get the rights and exclusively own the beat, 
are they still liable to give you all producers your credit? Let's say they blow up in a year. Yeah, they they are, but there is some producers that do work for hire, um, which means that you can just pay me an upfront fee and it's yours, hands-free, it's yours, you can do what you want to do. Most producers don't want to work like that, but right. if you need money, sometimes $1,000 would sound good in your pockets if you never sold a beat. So you know, some producers do that. I usually don't do that. You know, I want some type of back-end money, royalties, but yeah, teach his own, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I would, I mean, I feel like these days you never know what somebody is going to be. I mean, right. so I think that's great, great advice, especially for new up-and-coming producers and things like that. So we talked about how you pretty much had to get a team around you that believed in your story and your journey. So who is it around you now, your team or your family? That's your support system that you go to when you stress and you have having just a bad day you just need to vent to. We're going to shop them out today. For sure. To tell you the truth, it's not just one person, um, not just one individual. I mean, I got family, I got friends. Um, right. You know, my family, my wife, like, that's one of my biggest inspirations when it comes yes, to... Yes, like, black man, man. I love to see a black man talk about his wife. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but my wife, you know, my kids, they keep me going. Uh, my eight-year-old, she's pretty, uh, I guess, smart, you would say. Um but I go to her for advice just because, you know, she does things like she had a homework assignment the other day mm-hmm. and she wrote a note to her teacher asking her teacher, I need help on this. I can't really do this at the top of her paper. And I've what? never seen a year old ask for help on their homework. So these kids, like- my daughter's nine, especially these girls, no shame to, you know, people that have, but girls, they are just, I think that it's different than us when we were kids. Like, if we did something like that, we would get in trouble. These days, we are encouraging kids to have a voice for yourself. And them having a voice for themselves, they're able to check us yeah. as parents, as adults. When, so, what, have your daughter listened to any of your music? She has. Um, she actually had the experience uh, or the chance of being in a music video uh, on Thanksgiving. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> artist uh named yellow pain that i work with out of my hometown dayton ohio shout out yellow pain but uh he called us and he said he needed a family so you know my daughter was up for the for the gig and that was her first music video so she listens to a lot of my music she really does that's amazing i think when you when your kids approve you know kids are honest right. that right there means a lot and i like the fact that you mentioned that your family is pretty much your support system you know yeah. some people they don't really have a lot of support when so when you are married and have a child like working well you got your studio in your house coming upstairs and your Mm -hmm. wife is cooking then it's like okay it's all worth it is that the feeling that you get like okay i'm working for a purpose Yep, that, that's really what I do it for. That's what I do it for. And not to leave right. out nobody like my, my friends in my close circle, like like Krista, my PR. Right. Without her, I wouldn't have some of the things I have today, you know, just good right. interviews, good relationships, like with you, Kayla. Um, right. You know, um, my artist, Prince Dugan, you know, he's a big inspiration when it comes to keeping me inspired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's days where I don't want to do shit. Excuse my language, no one to do no music, but he'll, he'll hit me up like, bro, we got to make a beat. We got to shoot something, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, my circle really keeps me going, just to tell you the truth. Yes, that's amazing. So now we're going to have a little fun. We're going to get to know you. So you go by the name G Money. You know I made the beat. So since yeah. we know you made your beats, I want you to tell me who made these um, top beats that everybody knows, okay? So I sent it over to you. Did you cheat? No, I ain't cheat. I ain't cheat. I, I, I okay. peeped a little bit, but I ain't cheat. <laughs> 
So it's only three, okay? So okay. I'm curious. I think these beats are really kind of known, so it may be easy. The first okay. one is Snoop Dogg's Drop It Like It's Hot. Off rip, that's for real. I mean, I think everybody know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, made, I made it easy. I made it easy. I had to make sure I knew the answers, too. That's why I just made it easy. <laughs> Next one is Lil Wayne or Millie. Um, Bangladesh. I know that off rip because I know it's tag. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And next one is Mob Deep and Lil' Kim's Quiet Storm. I ain't going to cheat you on this one. I didn't know this one. And yeah. I don't, still don't know this one. But I was thinking maybe like one of the group members or something like that. I really don't know that one. See, that's the crazy thing about it. When I looked at it online, it had the group members' names on there. It wasn't actually a set producer. So okay. that's the one I threw that in because I knew it was going to be tricky. But I feel like it's such an epic beat. So with you being a producer, I know a lot of producers, they focus on getting their beat in the artist's hands who has a big, big following and that's like doing pretty well. What's your whole model? Do you just work with artists who are talented? You don't care where they are in their career? Um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, we all have dreams, you know, hearing our songs on the radio, you know, right. big aspirations with big artists, but it's a little bit of both. Like, um, I like working with upcoming artists because those are the artists that's mm -hmm. going to build the fans. You know what I'm saying? That's going to, when their sound pops, the fans are going to be looking like, so who is his producer? And now you got a whole organic, genuine fan base. So I do a little bit of both. You know, I always like getting checks from big placements, you know, with the big artists, but I love coming up with the upcoming artists for sure. And also, so those producers are sitting at home like, man, I really want to get this beat in the hands of Lil Baby or Moneybag Yo. Like, what's their whole process of getting through that? Like, they just can't pull up to them like, hey, man, like, here, here go my dick. Like, are they still doing that? No, nah, I mean, you you might have a, just some good luck. You might run into Lil Baby in, in a restaurant here in Atlanta and, you know, might look up, but... Yeah, really? they be everywhere, y'all. Like, really here in Atlanta? Yeah. Like, especially, Ooh. I live in the north side. You know, most of them live over here in the north side. Mm -hmm. They just be out here at the FedEx and like, I'm like, okay, you know, right. it's normal right. to us because we live here. So yeah. I think that's really great. So you would suggest like always have your work on you. Like there's ways you can send it to like email. Do they use like the USB drives? USB drives, yep. Flash drives, yep. All of that. Hard drives, all of that. Just make sure you have it with you. Have your laptop with you, ready to go. You might you might pull up at a studio session. It might run into Gucci Man or somebody here in Atlanta. Like just always stay ready. And I mean, try to build relationships. You know what I'm saying? Get out of these studios in Atlanta, wherever you at, and just build relationships. Um, I like to say a lot of the engineers, you know, they have the direct connection with these artists because they're mixing their music. So build your re relationship with these engineers, and you know they're going to put your beat directly in this artist's hands. So just move around a little bit, you know? That's great. That's great, though. I got to get an engineer over here, like, you know, like, I yeah. mean, like, we be, I be, don't nobody really give credit to the engineers and producers. So mm -hmm. I asked, actually, um, another producer last week, do you feel like we are in a day and time where producers are getting the credit they deserve? I do. I feel like uh, as long as you, you know, putting your content out and trying to make a name for yourself, it's a platform for us now. Like you can go to YouTube, like you said, you can put your beats out there. You can record yourself making beats and show it to the world. And producers like Timberland, they're creating platforms for us, up and coming producers, you know, as well. So wow. I just, put your music out. 
It's a lot of platforms right. to be. Yeah. It really took a lot of platforms. This would be a time when nobody knew who the producer was. Nobody knows. Right. Now, producers, y'all are getting like brand deals. Like, yep. y'all are literally building a brand based on being a producer. And I really love that thanks to social media. So, exactly. G Money, what do you have coming up in 2022 that you can give us a 411 on? Man, I got a lot. Um, been really focused on my artist, Prince Doogie. Um, I feel like right. he's one of those those rare, like, he can do we it all. Get on the show. We got to. We got, we got to set that up. Yeah, but he's rare. He can sing. Um, he songwrites. Just a fly individual, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's from my hometown, Dayton, Ohio, my brother. But uh, really just working on his project, um, doing a lot of branding with my label, trying to move that forward. Um, I got two new albums coming out. Um, it's going to be my compilation album, Lingo, with a lot of mainstream artists I've worked with and a lot of underground artists I've worked with. Um, got another beat album coming out as well, you know, with some new beats. So I'm really just doing a lot of everything for real, working with my team. Um, shout out 64 Boy. We're working on a compilation artist or a compilation album with some few artists. So we're doing a lot for 2022. We got to call you Hustle Man. What's your zodiac yeah. sign? Pisces. Pisces. March oh, 9th. Yeah, yeah. Pisces, yeah. such a family man, and you talk about yeah. your wife. Pisces men are amazing. They're all about family and stuff like that. That makes sense. So I want to say thank you so much, G-Money, for being on the show. I think your knowledge is just really what we need for other artists to know as well. So how was that? Man, that was great. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, share, and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast. So don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.